0: What's up, Suzanne? how do you stop that it won't stop it doesn't want to stop golly good morning how you guys doing this is joshua t berglund's morning gratitude in coming <laughs> butchering the intro i should pre-record this thing oh my gosh so Live from Libmana Worldwide Studios in the heart of Little Italy, this is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Good morning, everybody. How's everyone doing today? Um, first off, I going to give a shout out to my boy, Ahmed Kaba. Happy birthday, brother. Happy birthday. We're being heard on iHeartRadio, on Spreaker, uh, on YouTube, and of course, all of you lovely Facebook people. It's good to see you. Good morning. Um, what a day. What a day, what a day, what a day. We have a really good guest. Today, which is really exciting. But the pitch deck is done for the show. And I want to read you guys this. This is interesting. I I think it's interesting. 35 million people have died from HIV. And 36.7 million people live currently with HIV globally. 450 million people suffer with mental disorders and neurological disorders globally. There are 321,500 or 12 or 12 or older victims of sexual abuse or rape worldwide a year. There are 100 million people worldwide who are homeless and even live in poverty. Jeez. These numbers are staggering, yet there are, there are people all over the world who are volunteering their time and resources to come to the aid of people who struggle with HIV, mental health issues, sexual abuse, and homelessness. Joshua T. Berglund's morning gratitude will share the stories of the victims and the people who assist them from all over the world to showcase stories of gratitude, hope, and inspiration, even at, the darkest of, even at the darkest of subjects. The host is driven to help others come out of the shadows so that they can live free from fear and bondage of judgment and give them the opportunity to use their pain for good. One's God-given gifts and divine purpose is often born from nightma- nightmarish adversity. A former victim of physical and sexual abuse, abandonment and mental health issues, Joshua T. Berglin entered a realm of self-destructive behavior, which should have taken his life or at very least his freedom. Fortunately for Joshua, he found salvation and redemption and was able to transform his dark reality into a life of healing and positive growth. He was able to find his purpose, empower the powerless, be a voice for the voiceless and forgotten, elevate the messages of those who fight alongside him, To bring light to the darkest realities in this world. Realizing his purpose was his first step. Utilizing his gifts to fulfill it was second. And that is how the seed for Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude was planted. Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude show sprouted because Joshua was inspired by a friend's commitment to writing 365 daily posts about gratitude on Facebook. Searching for a concept for a daily live stream show he believed in, his friend's commitment motivated Joshua to do the same, but with a twist. He aimed to showcase the, his mistakes, vulnerabilities, and triumphs in such a way that it would give others hope. He immediately began to lit, posting live videos about what he was grateful for every day. With each show, he revealed more about himself and showed viewers there was always purpose for their pain and encouraged them to focus on what they were grateful for. His message grew And more and more viewers engaged with his videos by posting their hardships and what they were grateful for in the comment section. Because of his overwhelming response, Joshua furthered his purpose to give others a voice. And he began interviewing guests about finding gratitude while they faced tough circumstances. So that's, um, that's just a little piece of what the pitch deck is for the TV show Morning Gratitude. That's going on the E360 network. And we've already started looking at sponsors. Um, people that are align with us which is pretty cool because we can guarantee that a million people see the brand that advertises So that's pretty amazing globally, too, by the way. Good morning, Nick Harris. Good morning, Michelle Good to see you. God bless you. Good morning, Suzanne. Good morning, Nick. How you doing, buddy? I really like your story time by the way. I really enjoy it. It's so different and It's 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 just cool. It's it's different. I don't get to watch it all the time But it's really, really a neat idea, and it's fun. So I just absolutely appreciate that you're doing that. Um, So that said, so if you're wondering who the heck I'm talking to, I'm talking to the Facebook audience. Uh, You can join us over at Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Just search it on Facebook. You'll find us. We're live there. Um, We're also live on YouTube. Um, Michelle, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for another day. You're working, thank you very much. Um, Yeah, we have a a really cool guest on. I met her at an event with uh, one of Eric Swanson's events, who Eric is just a really good dude. I've really gotten to know him uh, over the last few months and he's just an amazing guy. Um, But while we're waiting on Noel to get here, um, I'll just talk. I mean, again, I didn't plan anything. So it's funny, so as you guys know, I've started on this journey where it's it's emotional intelligence, leadership training, and it's intense and you know, I felt like I had an exorcism this weekend <laughs> and I'm not I wish I <laughs> you as you guys know, I'm a man of faith. Good morning, Trisha. Um, as you guys know, I'm a man of faith and um, but I still needed a purging and I needed. I needed to cleanse a lot of stuff. There was a lot of hidden things, like for instance, and I shared this other day, uh, yesterday. Like when I when when I'm c- confronted or I feel attacked, my reaction is to attack attack back, um, and that's due to you know fear, I, it's being scared out of my mind, um, or or and it just it's become this thing. I remember I remember a story. I sh- this came up for me during an exercise. I remember learning how, dude. I Nick, it's the best thing ever. I remember when I learned how to uh, was play baseball and play catch, my, my father put me against a fence and just started like hurling baseballs at me, like as fast, this as fast as possible. And that is just, you know, this is my reaction, you know, every time. I learned to swim by being thrown in a pool. So everything that my mind has been shaped around is fight or flight. And so one of two things happen. I either attack or I run away. There's no sitting in it. So, And I've done that with my emotions. I've done that with, well, my emotions. I don't like to feel pain. I don't like to hurt. I don't like to feel sad. I don't like to feel abandoned. I don't like any of that stuff. And good morning, Randy. Good to see you, buddy. Um, I, like, I don't like to feel that way. But that's really wrong. It, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be heartbroken. It's okay, it, it, it's a human thing. It's okay to cry. It's okay to act like a freaking two-year-old. And But I've never done that. Well, I mean, I've acted like a two-year-old. <laughs> like maturity level-wise. But I mean, just allowing myself to like sit in an emotion and feel hurt. I've rejected that my whole, like since I was seven years old and I'm learning how to, I've removed this, all these toxins out of me. I've, I've lost a bunch of weight. I haven't weighed yet, but I've lost a ton of weight. Um, I've eliminated alcohol out of my life completely and I, I'm not even like trying to justify it. It's like, ah, oh, I'm a casual drinker. Like I'm not even doing that because I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it for my life. And I'm not going to say that I'll never drink again. I'm not going to say something like that. But right now, I don't want it. And, and I'm afraid that if I do go back to it, I'm going to lose progress, right? So, and I'm enjoying this path that I'm on. I'm enjoying being able to be confronted and go, okay, this is feedback for how I'm showing up, you know? And, and, and maybe, maybe that feedback doesn't resonate with me. So, by, if it doesn't resonate with me, I can let it go. I don't need it. You know, it's like, okay, this is, it is what it is. Uh, good morning, Natalia. Good to see you. Um, yes, Michelle, it's okay to cry. Absolutely. So I'm, I don't know where our guest is, but yeah, I'm starting with this journey and it and it and it feels really amazing, but the other thing that's been really crazy is that I'm so sensitive to energy right now, I can't stand it. I can't, like anything that's off I can feel a mile away and my reaction is to run away from that but I'm also realizing that's not what I'm supposed to do Aw, oh, thank you thank you um thank you Natalia that's sweet of you I but seriously it's it's it like I'm become sensitive to it to a point where it does make me want to run and it's making me question like who belongs in my life and who doesn't um you know like i'm even sensitive now to facebook's energy it's like you know because there's still a lot of negative crap on there um but you know it's at the same time my job my calling is to be the light to be to go into the darkest corners of the world and be light so i'm working on that so friday i start back on a journey of um I go back to level three training which is basically reprogramming my dna i guess because it's it's to apply these lessons and these healings and and, and to basically train my brain on the tools i need to be the leader that i want to be um and because i know i was called to be a leader i know i was called to you know to to uh, was called to take on a big responsibility and it's one that i want and it's one that If I don't take it on, then I'm denying what I was called to do. I'm denying why I was born. And it's a big responsibility. So the reason I'm going through this training is because I don't have it in me to do this to myself. (laughs) It's the same reason why... You, you get a coach. Like, there's, there's a reason why you hire people like Natalia to, to work with you um, because you need somebody to hold you accountable. You need somebody to call you out on your crap. But even more importantly, sometimes you need somebody to punch you in the stomach. Not literally. Well, I mean, maybe sometimes maybe you deserve it. But I mean, <laughs> sometimes you need that reality check, you know, because of how you're showing up. And sometimes you don't see it. I, really quick story I think I can share this yeah I can I can um, like I smile all the time for the most part like I'm bouncing around smiling like da 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 always happy but what I didn't realize is that people actually see me good morning Bonnie people saw the anger in me people saw the hurt in me it was coming out I didn't see it but evidently other people did and and then and me playing small like not stepping into my power that's that's all like real stuff and people see that and it's you know i mean it's troubling right so it's funny like if so if other people can see that you're hiding and you're wearing a mask wouldn't you do everything you could to remove that because we all want to live authentically we all want to live you know, free of bondage and free of judgment. And you know, it's, but it's hard to, to live authentically when you don't know what's holding you back, which is typically yourself. And so I posted the other day about life being now and life is now. And it is now because when I start telling myself stories is I've I've never been one to really like, like dwell on the past. It's never really been my thing, but worrying about the future, like, well, if I do this, then this, 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 and this, 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 and this, and this, this, like, just this, 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 and then sometimes doing that talks me out of what I'm supposed to doing, and and also getting so caught up in the future, I'm I I don't I'm not present, and as I shared before, I shared yesterday on yesterday's show. Like I sometimes I'm just so focused on everything else that I can meet somebody and genuinely be excited to meet them, but then not hear their name because I'm just not that present. And it's, it's a bad habit. And I got really embarrassed by that experience. Um, you know, over the weekend, I, yeah, um, Because it's really hard to not remember people's names that you actually genuinely care about. And and it's embarrassing and it hurts feelings, especially when it happens to you. And, you know, so I've gotten a lot of reality checks and I'm really looking forward to this work because, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's held me back. I mean, my limiting beliefs, me having to put labels on myself, me saying, oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this. And... And frankly, no, I don't. I'm not. I'm none of it. I'm just me, and that's okay. So, let me see what this. She says. Uh, Natalia says, "Ha, we need someone to help us stay accountable to ourselves and what we want, and for someone to tell us the truth about where we aren't showing up or really putting in the effort. It's helpful to have someone keep us focused on what we can do now and where we want to move forward as we work toward our goals." Oh, you could not have said it more perfect. Uh, Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hold on, really quick. I'm gonna be rude and check my phone. Um, She's not here. (laughs) I'm gonna copy this one more time. Bear with me, really quick, everybody. I I apologize. Um, So yeah, it's it's that's when you see me post like weird things on Facebook. You're like, what the heck is that? Is something wrong with him? No, I'm just going through a very. I'm I'm cleansing, man. I'm 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 doing the work. I'm doing work to be who I want to be. I'm tired of having limits, like Bonnie. I I me take as I see, but so Bonnie, I'm I, I have to call you out again because every day you 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 go from no one loves me, no one listens to me, no one this, no one that, and then. And how you talk about how struggle your life is, and then you turn around and talk about how happy you are, and now it's take me as I am. Here's the thing: we're all human beings. We're all flawed, and we can all do better. Like we can all do better if we're not. If we ask seriously, if we're not using our God given gifts for the benefit of other people, we're failing humanity. We weren't supposed to use our gifts for ourselves. Um, but you were doing the work. Ah, uh, thank you. Thank you. Golly, that means a lot to me. Thank you. And yeah, you know, and I got in a negative freaking rut. I mean, I, I, I did. And like this journey is, I've been on this journey for three years of trying to turn my life around. And to be honest with you, like I knew I needed to, I knew alcohol wasn't serving me. I knew alcohol wasn't serving me, but I would go, well, I really like having a couple drinks I really like having a couple drinks, that's what I would say. But it wasn't serving me. I sir. Matt Schaefer did, um, Matt did an amazing live on Monday. And if you haven't seen Matt Schaefer's show on Monday night, Mondays with Matt, it's freaking phenomenal. Because one, he's one of the smartest human beings I know, but also his willingness just to be authentic and genuine and vulnerable is amazing. And he had a bad experience with alcohol so i posted on his comments this thing on youtube about why they call alcohol spirits because it robs you of your spirit and it's no joke um and the older we get the harder you know the the more painful alcohol is and i'm not preaching at you if you drink i'm not i'm not preaching i'm not judging either i'm just telling you for me I've never been able to think more clear in my life by eliminating alcohol completely out of my life. Not even talking about a glass of wine. Like I'm thinking clearly for the first time and re- recognizing, oh, I don't like this. You know, and it's able, allowing me to make other make better decisions. And But I know how it was affecting me and I it was affecting my energy and how I was showing up in the world and how I was presenting myself. And again, I'm fun-loving happy-go-lucky guy and you know, and it's easy for me to slip into hiding. Even when I'm not really trying to, it's easy for me to. Um, I'm okay. Okay. My life's not perfect. I'm good one. day. Do not want me to know true myself and show my truth, whether it's good or bad. I decided to find a point this year. Uh, see what I mean. Bonnie, that's that attitude right there is that attitude is what's hurts. Like you don't have to feel that way. Like you don't have to feel that way at all. That's sad to me because there's more for you. Like you have a purpose and yes, it's good to share. It's good to share and and get, to get things off your chest, but also like you got to, you have to take action to improve your life. You know, you're good one day, bad the next, because you do have a victim mentality where everything's happening to you. That's not right. Nothing's happening to any of us. Nothing. Thank you Natalia so I'm and again, I'm not judging at all at all I'm not judging i it's 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 really about you know I'm noticing what's coming up for me and the person I want to be and what gets in my way, and I get in my way all the time like i haven't I've been so irresponsible with finances it's stupid like. If I, am, if I have big vi- a big vision, which I shared just part of you at the beginning of the show. If I have a big vision for my life, why would I do anything to get in my way? Like, why would I set up roadblocks for myself? You know, blo- life gives you enough roadblocks. <laughs> life, Seriously, life gives you enough roadblocks on its own. Why in the heck... Would you give yourself more? Why would you have relationships that, you know, are toxic for you? Why would you have, um, I mean, obviously you're there to be an. we are here to be an influence and to help other people, but like the, the deep, you know, intimate, the personal relationships that you keep close to you. If it's toxic for you, why are you keeping it in your life? And then and then if you're and if you're doing negative things, if you're being mean with people, if you're not taking yourself care of yourself, if you're eating bad food, if you're eat, drinking too much, if you're smoking cigarettes, like those kind of things affect your spirit. They affect your ability to shine. They affect your ability to give love where it needs to be given. And again, this is not about judgment at all. I'm just telling you what has come up for me. And it's been an extraordinary lesson and I also realize now that there is so much more that I get to work on that it excites me and I'm going to have to face some hard truths with my own life and where I've come up short and because I know what I want. I know what I get to have. I know what I get to create. So in knowing that I'm going to remove everything that gets in my way that was self-inflicted in the past. I'm removing that from my life because I want more for my life. It's not about money, but you know what? Money can be used to help a lot of people. It's not about, you know, being the life of the party. It's not about being a center of attention. It's not about being a celebrity. It's just about being truly who I am and who I was created to be, and that was to be a light for the darkest parts of the world. Period. And And I want that responsibility. Look, I... <laughs> so I'm going to share something with you, and you can make fun of me. It's fine. It, it's totally fine. But I've known since I was seven years old that I was meant to do something extraordinary. And extraordinary can be relative, but I've always known it was something global. It was a global impact. Um, My my size, my voice, my stature, the energy that I put off, it's pretty powerful. I am a powerful, authentic, loving leader. I am a powerful, authentic, loving leader. And I've known that. But I've ran from it for most of my life. But in knowing that, in knowing my vision, in knowing that all of these things that came into my life that were negative—being molested, being physically abused, being you know neglected, and and, and feeling like nothing was good enough—and and and then suffering with mental health disorders—and then and and, and then um, you know. Dealing with being homeless and dealing with then becoming the monster that hurt me, the monsters that hurt me, and then becoming that person is no accident. Yes, I could have gotten help. (laughs) Yes, I could have turned my life around a long time ago. But see, my life has come in cycles. Like this, it's a funny thing. So I write. In like a figure eight. So I start to tell a story. I segue into another one. Then I loop around to that first story. And I just do that the whole time. My life has done that too. Like my life has been dyslexic. (laughs) Um, Because I've had opportunities to be in front of a microphone multiple times. But I sabotaged the heck out of it. Honestly. And when I got this opportunity. I knew that if I didn't do the work. To keep me from self-sabotaging again. I don't know if I'm getting another chance. And I don't know how many of you out there, how many of you out there have had that experience where what you're doing now in life was presented to you early on. Like, I'd love to hear your comments. Like Natalia, Tyler, uh, Michelle, Nick, has your life come full circle? Like, have have you ever been in a place where you were presented an opportunity right and then you self-sabotage and destroyed that opportunity but then the universe brought that opportunity to you again and then maybe you self-sabotaged again so i've done that three times that i'm aware of and it no and no kidding it happened eight years apart each time that's strange i just now thought about that but it really came eight times Eight years and then another eight years. And so I'm like, okay, here's this opportunity again. I'm not screwing this up. I'm going to do whatever it takes because I don't want to be, think about this. Do you know that when I, do you know that when I would think about my funeral, I'd go, no one's going to show up? Because no one knew who I was. How in the heck are they going to show up? What's up, Todd Beats? world's greatest artist. Um, He also makes really good logos too. Um, But seriously, like I would sit there and go, I've lived such a fake and phony life that my funeral is going to be empty. And and what is said about me, if anything is said of me, is like he had so much potential and he wasted it. So when that came up for me again and the opportunity to be, to, to step into what I was created to do and look having a radio show and a TV show is not is is a vehicle for what my calling is good morning Jamie like that is a vehicle for my calling and if you are new to the show this is what my vision is and I've had the same vision since I was seven it's just more defined now and more specific but it's always been the same thing so I this show is now going to TV Right, It's going to the E360 Network. It's going to be a separate show, but it's going there. But we are going to film episodes all over the world. We are going to go to London, South America, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, China, North Korea. No, wait, not North Korea. Korea. I don't think we can get into North Korea. But if we can, we're going. Russia, Paris, New York, Florida, Las Vegas, Dallas. Austin, Houston, we're going all over the world and we're going to work with organizations. We're going to work with local HIV organizations. We're going to work with mental health, sexual and physical abuse organizations, poverty, homelessness. Like We're going to work with them and we're going to work with governments in those areas and start making change and start showing that these people, if given the right tools, can turn their life around. They can change. Even abusers can change. All of them can change. Good morning, Enos. Good morning, Michelle. Like every, we, we, they can change, but we have to give them the proper tools. Just sending somebody self-help videos is not getting it done because that's a head fix, right? And that's temporary. It's a fleeting thing. No, we're talking about fixing and removing that shit, that, that crap, that those toxins. Out of their body, giving them the right help and teaching them and working with them. We're going to be sharing their stories about how they overcame, how they're fighting the fight, how they're empowering other people. We're going to share those stories and we're going to show that we can absolutely help those people. Okay? And and we and, and the governments are going to see this. They're going to see. They're going to see that change can happen. And we're going to do this all over the world and create such a groundswell of support. By the time I get to the United Nations, they will have no choice but to adopt change and to start creating laws and and, and making it where we are going to empower the broken. We're going to empower the darkest parts of the world. We're going to empower and teach and train people how to heal from what has afflicted them for most of their life. And frankly, a lot of them are going to discover that they have some healing to do themselves. And we're gonna change their mindset from greed to wanting to serve humanity on a big, deep, emotional level. And they'll have no choice but to listen because we are going to have so much proof that this will work, that they have no choice but to listen. That is how we're gonna change the world. I don't do it alone. It's not about doing it alone. It's just that I have that mission. I've had that vision my whole freaking life And I'm not going to change it. Now, obviously, I didn't know when I was seven years old that I was going to have HIV. I didn't know when I was seven years old that I was going to be sexually, well, I did. When it happened, I found out I was sexually abused. I didn't know I was going to be physically abused. I didn't know I'd end up homeless. I didn't know I'd end up being a maniac. I didn't know I was going to suffer with mental health disorder. But guess what? I had the vision for where I was going to (laughs) be. And I know. And I'm more determined than ever to make it happen because I know it's true. Because God didn't spare my life for nothing god did not spare my life to waste my gifts and again my gifts are just like yours in the sense that you have them too but to really utilize them sometimes you got to remove a lot of crap you know and i have to remove a lot of crap i ain't done yet i'm not done yet i have so much to do natalia says no doubt just last year i decided to stop denying what i was born to do but we have to do the inner work in facing our darkest and overcoming our own struggles and owning our truth and power that we can serve others in our greatest capacity there's no easy way out the only way out is through Ooh, i love that until we face ourselves we can't serve others in our highest capacity we have to do the work and be the example of others we face possible wow yes the problem is diagnosed as a disorder and medicine shoved down people. We need to reach them and show them there's another way. Hey, Amen. This. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You guys are amazing this morning. Um, so, but that's that's the thing is because here's the here's the other thing. It's so simple. If you think about it, <laughs> it's so simple. The most broken people in the world are able to do the most extraordinary things on behalf of humanity, if given help, if given the opportunity. Because you know what? We can relate. I can walk into a prison. I can walk into a prison. I can walk into a juvenile detention center in a custom suit looking like $5 billion. And guess what? I'll be five times as comfortable with them as I would be in front of any of you. Truthfully. I mean, not. I mean, look, I love you guys. I love you to death. But I mean, that's the truth. I would feel just as comfortable. I feel just as comfortable sitting next to murderers. I didn't murder anybody, but could have. I feel just as comfortable in being next to prostitutes and pimps. As I do anyone else. Because I've been there. I relate. And so in my mission, I am finding that I'm aligning myself with people that have been broken, that have been smashed in half, that have been, had their hearts ripped out, they've been abused, they've become abusers, they've, they've destroyed themselves, they've nearly killed themselves, but for some reason, God spared their life. And now these people are out driven to change the world. And obviously you don't have to be a broken human to join this mission. No, not at all. I'm just saying, the more broken you are, the more that can be done with your hurt to empower other people. Thank you for coming, Natalia. Thank you so much. It was so good to see you this morning. I got to find out, Noelle, what is she doing? Uh, She thought it, no. Show is at 9. Our meeting is at 11. (laughs) ah yeah anyway so we may not have a guest all good yeah thank you so much all right so here's the deal I'm done ranting but actually I do want to read you something else hold on where to go I'm gonna read you one more thing okay so so this is the synopsis of the show With nearly 90 interviews from people from all walks of life and a steadily growing viewership, in just a few months, the show garnered a global audience. This led to Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude getting picked up by iHeartRadio. In conjunction with airing on iHeartRadio, the show also streams live on Spreaker, Facebook, and YouTube at 9 a.m. Pacific every weekday. And now Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude is blessed to be partnering with E360 E360 TV, which syndicates the show on 186 million screens a day. Wow. The show will travel around the world to bring awareness to various organizations working with people affected by HIV, AIDS, sexual and physical abuse, mental health, addiction, and homelessness. Joshua's show will enable others to share their messages of hope and survival in an effort to help people around the world to live gratefully. Each episode will feature formal interviews with people affiliated with those organizations while showing behind the scenes footage of the volunteer work Joshua is doing with each of them. The episodes will also incorporate in-studio monologues from Joshua about what he learned from his experience with each organization. The behind the scenes footage will be shot with a smartphone as well as an on-site camera crew to showcase the authentic reality of those affected by HIV, sexual and physical abuse, mental health, addiction, and homelessness. Not only will the show give others a voice and spread gratitude, but it will also document Joshua's path to the United Nations and his efforts to instill positive change at a global level. Oh, that gives me chills. That's exciting. So that's what the show is about. Anyway, so Noelle's not coming. Yeah, she, um, that's okay. We'll bring her on another time. So anyway, that's the show today, guys. Um, I was solo. <laughs> wasn't supposed to be solo, but I did. Um, but here's the deal. So I'm going to put this out here. Um, I don't know how many people are listening right now. But if um, you know anybody that wants to sponsor the show that can have their their brand seen globally by a million people, like literally exactly a million or more. Um, and there's a way with the technology to guarantee that it's it's crazy and we can prove it and you get the data of the people watching um, Which is even more powerful if you know somebody that would want to sponsor the show anywhere in the world Any sponsor at all doesn't matter if you're in London if you're in Spain If you know anybody that would want to sponsor the show morning gratitude on e 360 TV um, I'll pay you a 20% commission so and Sponsorship packages or you know they range But it could be some good extra money for you. So anyway, I'm out of here. God bless you. Thank you so much for watching and have a good day All these buttons to push